My name is Michael Constantine. You can reach me at informingyounow at yahoo.com. And I am interested in your perspective and your story as far as CPS is concerned. What if I told you that I could prove that government officials and social workers and law enforcement were committing the very transgressions they're sworn to investigate and stop. Right now, that is something that I have had that's ongoing in terms of learning how to investigate <laughs> these people. And I am not sure what to do about what I've learned. Hi, my name is Kamika, and I'm just calling to report DCS with covering up a rape that I reported. I was raped by my children's father, and we was in a custody hearing. I reported it to them and to the Lafayette Police Department. Detective Humphrey is the police name that I spoke to. He never answers his phone never returned any calls. Basically, they hindered the investigation and covered it up, helped him gain custody of my children. So now they are mentally disturbed. And my 13-year-old words, those are her words. She's mentally disturbed. So I would appreciate if someone can get back with me and try to help with dealing with this issue. Again, my name is Kamika Millsap. 773-563-0563 is my number. Welcome to another episode of Corruption of Child Protective Services. This is David Shore. Well, since the last time we talked, I found out a few things. Now, number one, we all know about this covid we're told on one side, hey, you need to get the vaccine. You get the vaccine, you don't have to worry about wearing the masks. Now, we've all been told that. But within the past month, about this Delta variant, now, like Los Angeles County, if not the whole state of California, they're now telling their people, oh, even though you got vaccinated, we're still going to have to wear the mask because of the Delta variant. Well, this is from July 10th, 2021 in the South Bend Tribune. The title of it reads, covering the subject, CDC resets guidance, leaves a mask rule only for pupils, teachers who are still unvaccinated. Do you see how CPS could actually find a way to take your children? They could say, oh, you didn't get your children vaccinated, whether or not you actually did. And so they'll use that as an excuse to take your children. The article reads, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Friday released a set of relaxed COVID-19 guidelines for schools saying that teachers and students who have been vaccinated need not wear masks. 
the task force on safety policy did not include the recommendation that coronavirus shots should be a requirement for school attendance, leaving that decision to local authorities. You can see how the CDC passed a buck, and agencies like Child Protection Services, Child Protective Services, sorry if I repeated myself, I wanted to make sure you heard me, but they use this as an excuse. Well, we want to see the child's medical records. And if they don't see a vaccination, um, we found another way in which to take the children and make her bonuses. Remember those bonuses? The ones that Terry Stigdon and them are saying do not exist? It goes on that immunization against several diseases is required for attendance in many districts. Well, we know that. But here's something that's probably going to put you on the floor. The guidelines also say desks should be spaced at least three feet in classrooms. I'm going to read that again so you can understand. The guidelines also say desks should be spaced at least three feet in classrooms. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that going against the original CDC guidelines of six feet of space? Or is just a three feet because their children are smaller? You know, I looked at this and I'm going, so in other words, how do they know who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated? Now you parents are going to have to give all vaccination, including you're going to go to a doctor and the doctor says, oh, well, the school requires you, did your children get the coronavirus vaccine? Well, if your child's already got the coronavirus vaccine, and it's in their records. If you're in Los Angeles County, does that mean that they still have to wear the mask? Well, according to Los Angeles County, yes. Going to the state of Indi- sorry, state of California, yes. Even though you were vaccinated and all against the coronavirus, you're still gonna have to wear it because there's still those out there who are not vaccinated. And the president is making it sound like all those who are not vaccinated are killing people. Well, let me turn back the clock. Last year, now last year before I moved into a place I'm at now, I was homeless. According to the CDC, the World Health Organization, and even Dr. Fauci, the homeless who do not wear masks were to be dead by now. You know, you may even pass a homeless person with your children. Does that mean that uh, your kids are gonna die because a homeless person does not have a mask on? Is CPS watching and said, oh, that family passed by that homeless person who doesn't have a mask on. Let's go take their children. You know, the C... CPS is going to be saying, oh, that's an over-exaggeration. 
but as many of you already know, and many more are learning. CPS will do anything to get your children because they want that money. They want those bonuses so bad. And they all, you know they use the law enforcement. And speaking of which, how did that same newspaper? Anyone in South Bend may have read this. The title of the article is Answers Wanted on Hiring of Officer. Many asking, how were suspensions missed? And the author of this is Jeff Parrott, P-A-R-R-O-T-T. If you have more information or just want to talk, ask him questions, go to the SouthBendTribune.com. The article reads, following a Tribune story that the recently hired director for South Bend's new police review office, yes, a police review office, had a string of suspensions as an Indianapolis officer. One question has persisted among residents, activists, and local police. How could this have happened? The person who hired Joshua Reynolds for the job, City Clerk Dawn Jones, has said she didn't learn about the suspensions until Reynolds told her about them on Tuesday, shortly after the Tribune received the records from Indianapolis and begun asking for details. Now, doesn't this sound familiar? What about CPS investigators and CPS social workers and also foster parents? Now, I'm not talking all of them, but you know who I'm referring to. If not, just Google it, you'll find it. Who, they don't do a thorough background check. Now, on some they do. I know of one. But I can't answer for the rest. I'm always reading articles on this. But how do you not scream fully for, like, the police, CPS, law enforcement in general, any agency? You're not going to do a full screening? And then later when it comes out... Oh, I didn't know anything about it. My personal beliefs on if you're going to be a CPS investigator or a CPS caseworker, actually know what it's like to raise children. What it takes. And I'm even talking to supervisors. Teresa Zordnick. This goes to you, because if, Ms. Zornick, if you don't have any children, how can you then tell someone that they're raising their children wrong? I can't tell any of you, my listeners, how to raise your children, because I'm not you. I'm not where you're at. And the same goes, nobody can tell me how to raise my children. There's no instruction manual. Or if there is, someone who forgot to give it to me. Just like a lot of us parents. And the common sense is we learn as we go. 
That doesn't mean that CPS gets involved. It just means, hey, if we don't have the tools, help us by giving us the tools that we need. If it's something like changing a diaper or bathing a child, and that's for the fathers as well as the mothers, CPS can just, you know what they can do to themselves. They can go fuck themselves. Because saying that a father giving child a bath is child molestation where where is CPS's mind who's the ones that they should be watching and this whole thing when we come back give you a little example of why these supervisors CPS social workers police whoever should be fully vetted If we have to fully vet our politicians and fully vet our soldiers, then police and government agencies should also be vetted. We'll be back. And we are back. One of the shows I like watching is Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Like watching how they use the read technique, but also I like watching the episodes. There was only like one, maybe two, involving child protection services. And it starred Whoopi Goldberg as a supervisor. It involved the child who died while the state was supposed to be watching over the family. And her character had said, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have this show right here. But she said that about being pressured to make those numbers, you know, make the quota. And when I heard that, it's like, so in other words, the supervisor, person, woman in charge of all of them, is admitting that they're taking children because of numbers, because of bonuses. And this was just a show that, based on actual events, they said. But the truth is, as I have stated several times, We have a system that's completely broken. You see, CPS should not even be in business. If this was any other government agency, yeah, they would try to sweep it under the rug like the FBI. Eventually, people would be let go. You know, just to save their own asses. But that's just long and short of it. You have job security if you're a CPS social worker. Because as long as you bring those kids in, as long as you take the kids, as long as you say they're being abused, that's all that counts. Huh, policy and procedure? Oh, fuck that. That's just a guideline. As you can see. And look at the police. 
You have this officer here, this Joshua Reynolds, and he got screened by the South Bend City Clerk, Don Jones, that he could head up this new police review office. Well, if you're gonna be a police officer, don't they do fingerprints and background checks? Don't they do a mental psychiatric evaluation? Don't they make sure that you don't have anything on your record that would compromise the department? Yeah, you've seen time and time again. You've seen body cam footage of like George Floyd where you can hear clearly he said, I can't breathe. And what were they thinking? Oh, he's just making it up so he can get away. How many police officers were around him? You mean to tell me they couldn't let that man up? And look at CPS when you watch him on TV. Oh, yeah, 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 those are bad parents. But what they don't show you is what's happened prior to that. What the parents were going through when they started hearing. Now, the smart thing to do, as I've said time and time again, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not a lawyer. But I've told you, they come to the door unless they got a warrant or a court order. You don't open the door and just say, if you don't leave, I'm going to call my lawyer or just say you're going to call your lawyer. It's the best thing to do. Call your lawyer. Call a lawyer. Kevin Patrick Seaver in Massachusetts is good. Connie Reguli in Tennessee. Just find a lawyer. And, you know, let them do all your talking. But this, this thing with the CDC, the police review board, um, the oversight committees, they only work if they actually thoroughly look into it. But a lot of times, we just want to feel nice and fuzzy and warm inside. As long as they say what we want to hear. But not do half. Then again, that's the government. They don't want to do any more work than necessarily. Now, I have to tell you that I will be trying to get my episodes out more and more. Because I finally was able to get employment that will financially uh, put me in a better position. This doesn't pay me anything. I do this for free. I give you the information for free. You can get it anywhere. I tell you South Bend Tribune. I tell you like the International Criminal Court. I give you the website and I let you do the research. I want you to actually check me out. I want you to verify that what I'm saying is true. Unlike the government, it doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat in the White House. 
they don't want you to hear anything. And especially on Child Protection Services, Department of Child Services, Department of Child and Family, whatever title they want to give themselves. 420 years later, and what have we done? Absolutely nothing. Our government, actually, they've done nothing because, oh, we have to have business as usual. We have to have those children come in. At least this president's trying to stop human trafficking, child trafficking. The previous administration tried to do the same thing. And in previous administrations have said they've tried to do the same thing. Although one administration, and I'm not going to say who it is, but I did not. Never mind. I think you know who I'm talking about. They were associated with Jeffrey Epstein. But we, as parents, we as adults, we have a duty and responsibility to mold these children for the future. Prepare them for the future. Let them become independent thinkers. Let them question everything. Don't let them be mindless drones that whatever like the media tells them or the government tells them that they have to take it at face value. Teach them how to look things up. Find facts. Find things that support or don't support what the government says, what CPS says. Teach these children the read technique. That way when an officer does try that, they're prepared. When CPS tries it, they'll say, I'm not talking to you. Make sure you use the hatch letter. Let your children know and understand what the hatch letter is. If your neighbors are having problems with CPS, you know, see if they have a lawyer. If not, help them get one. Even if it's just to get an initial consultation. Do everything you can to protect your neighbors and to protect yourself. And tell government agencies and even the federal government, go fuck yourself. They're your children, your neighbor's children. I remember growing up that the neighbors used to watch, watch each other's kids. No one had to worry about anything. Now, we got people, what they call Karens, oh, wait, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, yelling, hollering, and screaming, and get what they're doing. You know, for the Karens, shut your fucking mouth. And for the Karens, if you don't have any children, why don't you get with someone, or go to a sperm bank, get yourself pregnant, have a child or two, raise them the way you see fit. Don't tell others how to raise their children, especially if you've never raised a child before. What I have to say is, things are getting crazy. When we come back, I will talk about how the government uses the stimulus program 
to find a way, a back door to be able to take your children. And we're back. Now, the stimulus program. Now, the original idea was to get money to the people. The original stimulus, the first one, was supposed to get us multiple stimulus checks of at least $1,200 a month. Well, I don't know which side I've heard both Republican and Democrat decided, oh, no, no, we're just going to send one check out and we'll see how it goes. Well, you've seen how that went. There are people that I hear still have not received their first stimulus check. They haven't received their second stimulus check. They haven't yet, many have not even received this third stimulus check. And they're told the same thing. Oh, go to the IRS portal. Do the non-filer, blah, 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 blah. And in the meantime, you got little Tommy or little Susie saying, Mommy, Daddy, I'm hungry. Or school's coming up. Oh, and they see like the binders with their favorite characters on it, or their if they take lunch, they have a lunch box. Oh wow, I gotta get Dora, or I gotta get this or that. And you're going, oh boy. And you're trying to explain to your child, I can't afford it. We can't afford it this year. And so yeah, there are groups and agencies that'll get backpacks and school supplies for the kids. Maybe they're not what the kids would want, but at least it's what they're required to get. And how does a stimulus check control and find a way for CPS to take your kids? Well, it also goes back to the vaccine. I mean, if you don't get the vaccine, there's rumors going around to have a passport. But also, if you don't have the vaccine for the schools, for this COVID, CPS would go to a judge, or maybe not even a judge. They say, oh, you, you're not vaccinated. You could say you are. Oh, doesn't matter. And they're taking your kids. Well, the stimulus program, they're giving these child tax credits. And, you know, child care. Well, child care, those child care workers, if they suspect, like, molestation, child abuse, they suspect anything. Hi, Child Protective Services. I got a child here who I believe is being abused. And all of a sudden, you go to see, go to pick up a little Tommy or little Susie from daycare. And all of a sudden, oh, you, they give you a card that says, call, call this person. And it's Child Protection Services Social Worker. And they say, well, we uh, had to have the child examined. Oh, they'll say, oh, we tried to contact you. Even though your phone's been on all day. You have a landline, you've been home, and you didn't hear anything. You see how... They can find a way in which to take your children any way they can. Yeah, you're paying the daycare with the stimulus money. But the daycare can then say, oh, well, I believe they're being abused. 
So the stimulus, the child tax credits, they're a double-edged sword. Yeah, it helps you. I'm not going to say not to accept it to help your family, but also be careful. Because many times I've seen online, read online, read articles of and maybe you have too where you drop your child off at daycare and the next thing you know, you go there and your child is gone. It's something that's scary. And I know it's something you don't probably didn't want to hear. We're trying to get the country and the world back to normalcy. My belief is it takes individual families and individuals to do everything they can on their part. Don't worry about like the CDC, don't worry about the World Health Organization, don't worry about Dr. Fauci, which flip-flops more than a flounder out of water. You do what you have to to raise your children. Talk to them. Tell them, look, I'm raising you the best way I can. If you can get help, by all means. Yes, there are a bunch of books out there. The also so-called child experts that say, oh yeah, do it this way, do it that way. In the end, you as a parent are the ones responsible, not the government. It has never been the government's responsibility to raise our children. Um, so all I can really say is use your best judgment. If you can remember how your, your parents raised you, then do whatever you have to if you didn't like the way they raised you, then by all means, change things up. Because in the end, I say this all the time, that your children, not the government, you know the best way to raise these children. They were not issued you, these children. The government didn't do that. Read everything. Find everything every way you can to raise these kids, especially in times of stress. When a child is screaming, you're trying to focus on getting rent paid or the mortgage paid, utilities paid, trying to find out where you're going to give food. And the child sees something on TV, a new toy or something. And you say, Mommy, Daddy, I want the new gizmo. I, I want that new toy that does everything. I want that new video game. Especially if you have teenagers. I mean, you could tell the teenagers, hey, look, you're old enough, you know, get yourself a part-time job delivering newspapers or something. But under COVID, you don't know if they can do that. There are adults probably listening to this program who are looking for work. I'll tell you right now, if you look, you'll find them. But you may have transportation issues, childcare issues. Maybe if you're a single parent, what can you do? 
you kind of notice that all the currently, at least in the United States, not around the world, they're worried more about COVID and getting yourself vaccinated than getting yourself your happy butt back to work or to work. And, you know, those on unemployment, you're saying, well, look, I'm I'm getting $1,000 a week. And my job only paid me $750, $800 a week. And that's before taxes. Why should I go back? And that is a good question. And all I can say is, what if, what if, tomorrow, that all this ends, that they say, okay, this is all over. Um, we're not sending out any more stimulus checks. We're not going to send any more additional money for unemployment. We have to take care of infrastructure. And isn't that what they're doing right now? People want, maybe they want to get a job, but they don't want to take a reduction in money. Or they can't get to the job because the transportation they had, maybe they no longer have. There's a whole bunch of factors. Media doesn't look at it. People by it, like LA Late doesn't see that. Because those people already have their money. They have their homes. They have their transportation. They can go anywhere they want. CPS looks at you, oh, you're abusing your children. You're neglecting your children. COVID just gave you a reprieve. But I'll guarantee you, as soon as they say that the pandemic is over, CPS is going to be like at the starting gate. And the rough. And they're going to go after as many children as possible. This is a time you prepare. This is a time you ammo up. You get as much ammunition as you can. So that way, when the time finally comes, you can fight, and not just you, but all your neighbors can band together. Because I notice that CPS doesn't like groups. They really don't. Because if you group together, they can't use their lies and their tactics. So group up. You know, do protests. I mean, isn't that the in thing to do now? Protests against the government. But do it in a peaceful manner. Okay? You don't want to be saying, oh, oh, they got protested just like the ones on January the 6th. Now, I'm not even going to get in on that. But I will say this. Raise your children way you see fit and if there's something that works or you think that will work by all means try it okay but don't go to the abuse don't hit your kid hit your kid and you know give him a little whack on the butt not, not anything hard but enough to get their attention and above all if you can sit the child down And just, you know, if you have to, just put the child in his or her room, walk away, take a few deep breaths, 
If they're going to throw things around in their room, fine. Then when you're calm, you knock, you uh, open the door, look around, purse, say, now you feel better. Second, you know, just say, hey, look, this is what you did. This is why I was upset. This is why I put you here. I mean, after all, if you're going to prepare them for the real world, prepare them how they would be if they were working at a place. You know? Now, if they're tearing up the place, the authorities are going to be called. You have to show them that actions have consequences, good and bad, right and wrong. If you show them that, instead of just saying it, and you show them over and over and over, after a while, it's going, okay, if I do this, this happens. If I do this, this happens. Because after all, actions do have consequences. You're free to make the choice of whatever action you want to take. You're not free of the consequences. That's just a fact. So, if you're in a city like South Bend and you have a reviewing a uh, director of your police review office, make sure that they're, or anyone for that matter, doesn't matter if it's a police, the mayor's office, the presidency, Congress, Senate, whoever. Make sure they're properly screened. Because if something like this pops up, and I'm also talking at your schools, make sure those instructors pass muster. That means criminal background, even if it's allegations. But also, don't be too hard on the person if there was just allegations, and then you later find out that the allegations were falsely made. Maybe by another teacher, maybe by a parent. I can't answer that. I don't know. But let's not go by the media anymore. Maybe we should just have meeting with whoever is being accused and we can iron it out. Instead of letting like the school board or anyone else decide. After all, they're your children. Shouldn't you question the teacher? Or shouldn't you question the police department? Or shouldn't you question CPS? I think that's the way it should be. But then again, I'm just one person. So, always remember, they're your children, not the government's. You conceived them. The government did not issue them to you like a stimulus check. You know how best to raise those children, so do it. Above all, parents, love each other. When you show love to one another, the child learns from that. That means healthy communication, talk back and forth. Don't yell because the child learns that the only way child can get its way is by yelling. There's other ways. You just got to be willing and brave enough to try it. Who knows? 
Guys, you talk to your woman, and ladies, you talk to your man, and you repeat back what they say so they know you've heard them. You know how fast that dissipates anger? Try it. After all, what you got to lose? This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. May God bless each and every one of you.